Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we will discuss 1985's Back to the Future. And we will also discuss a few other time travel movies along the way. But first, let's get into what we've been watching lately. Dave, what have you been watching? Recently, uh, what have I been watching? I have been watching a lot of stuff. I I re I did a rewatch on a few movies. I, I rewatched uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and okay. um, I rewatched Iron Man. I'm gonna rewatch the whole like Marvel universe. I have thing. Iron Man three. If you want to borrow it, I do. Yeah, yeah. great. Okay, okay perfect. Um, and uh, I also I, I watched something that, that you're probably gonna say, uh, and you know <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have to do maybe an episode on it at some okay. point. Uh, was the one I love. Yes, with yes, Mark Duplass yes, and yes. Elizabeth Moss. Um, mm-hmm. That is a uh, a really you know yes thought provoking movie. That's pretty much what I watched this week too. I okay. uh, I watched the Thirty Nine Steps. We had all oh, these cool. movies yeah, we yeah, discussed yeah. these yeah. last week, kind yeah. of. But uh, uh-huh. I watched that, um, and I've watched the one I love because I'd heard really good things about this movie. Yeah, uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and mm-hmm. I've only been watching it since then. And I checked it out a couple days ago, and oh my. God, this is just a great film. It's, yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah, totally original. I, I don't want to spoil anything, really, it, but it's hard to talk about it without spoiling it. If you, yeah, I mean, If yeah, we exactly. do an episode on it, we'll definitely spoil yes. it. But it's about this, this couple that goes to a, a retreat for therapy to, you know, work on their marriage and right. uh, crazy stuff happens, yep. uh, like paranormal type stuff. Yes. Um, and they kind of sort through it, I guess. Mm-hmm. In a way, right? Um, well, they, they do, yeah. In a way, yeah. You can't like you can't give it. I don't want to give it away. Exactly. But it's it's a pretty good movie, yep. man. It's pretty damn good. Way better than I expected. I gave yeah. it five stars on Netflix. So oh, excellent. Everyone should go watch this movie. Yeah. Um, I guess I, that's it then. Okay. Yeah. I watched another episode of Star Trek. Well, of course you did. It. I mean, because because I, yeah. I I have to because I'm doing the same thing. I'm going through Next Generation again myself. Oh yeah. I'm on like episode twenty of the first season. Yeah, I'm in the last season of Next Generation in the second season of Deep Space Nine. Oh, that's right. That You're doing people, that. People out there, oh, I'm yeah. watching them in uh, the order they were aired release originally. Date. An, a yeah. Original release date. So right. I'm swapping between two seasons. And I've been going <laughs> for years on this because oh I don't always have time to watch all this stuff. You know? No, no. I, I probably watch two seasons just folding laundry. You know? Like, <laughs> <Right>. I have <laughs> to do something while I'm watching. Right. It takes up all my time. Yep. Um, <laughs> So that's what we've been watching. Um, Before we get into Back to the Future in a little bit, we wanted to maybe talk about a few other time travel movies. Right. I guess we can just kind of go back and forth about it. Uh, I made a little list. Good. Um, Here's a couple that came came to mind. Uh, You got H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, Mm -hmm. which I haven't seen. The Guy Pierce one? I, it's, there's an old one, isn't there? Oh, okay. Like, yeah, the, the older one. Okay, the original? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I've never read the book either, so okay. I guess we can put that aside. Sure. Um, but you got Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure, obviously. I just watched that. that. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Time Cop. <laughs> 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 With Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know. I, I You know, Time Cop to me is, is a, I, it's, I think it's a very ambitious movie. I I know it's yeah. stupid. I, I I do know that it's not very good. But but I but but I I, I applaud its um its I guess conceits. And it had good ideas. It certainly did, and it was very complex. And I, mean, I, I loved how they had the uh the, the same matter can't exist in the same space or something yeah. like that. That was a cool concept. Oh yeah, exactly right. Because um, it was just scientific enough that yeah. you might buy it. You know, <laughs> right? It was <laughs> just enough bullshit. <laughs> 
it was right at the cusp. Right. <laughs> um, I got Star Trek Four written down. Good. Uh, <laughs> everyone loves this movie, and it's okay. But okay. I mean, I don't think it's all that great. No, <laughs> it's I, okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and an interesting idea, but I just nah. I'll take some other movies over it. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'll take some other Star Trek movies over yeah, it, probably. Me yeah, me too. Yeah. I was going to say Time Cop, but I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> um, but I guess we could even just talk about like um, like Star Trek in general. Uh, it, it, it it was going all through time all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. All the time, I man. I mean, it just, you know, like the whole idea of the holodeck, you know, is, um, is yeah. of course, you know, like it's a famous thing and everybody knows about it and it's... Like, for time travel purposes, it's probably the coolest idea. Right. Um, and then my other favorite Star Trek moment of time travel, I guess it wasn't really time travel because it's running concurrently, but it's like those those time, the, the, those planets they'd go to that, that time forgot, um, like that Chicago planet. Oh, yeah, they go yeah. to in the original series. Yep, that was great. They're it, all like these gangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, <laughs> that's how they evolved exactly. as a society. Right, that's right. They just became that. And, and they wanted the they wanted Spock's phaser. That uh, was a great episode, though. It was. I really liked it. And they had to like play them. Yeah, you know? exactly. Kirk, Kirk had to play them. Yep, Kirk that had to become great. like a mob boss to, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to like get over on these guys. They, they wanted a bunch of phasers. They called them those fancy heaters. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah. Man. That's a yeah. good one. It is. Um. And I'm glad they didn't, uh, well, they did. They kind of overused that holodeck thing, Yeah, I think, for a while. Right. And um, they get away from that, which is good. But mm-hmm. I'm glad the other series didn't really have it in there. Right. Because it's just too easy of a, a plot device to yes. set anything up you want to. Oh, well, it's the holodeck. That's what I, what's happening. Exactly. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, okay. Back to time travel. I got... <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Oh, my. Which I, is, I, that was unseen by man, me. Man, good. Okay. <laughs> it's not that good. Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes. <laughs> Have yes. you seen this? Yeah, I've seen that. Um, I've seen half of it. Okay, well, there's one special thing in it for me as a Cleveland Browns fan uh-huh. um, where they changed the result of the 86 AFC Championship game. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't yeah. catch that part. The drive doesn't happen. Okay. <laughs> the Browns win and go to the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Your life has changed, Dave. <laughs> exactly. It was, Holy it was, crap. It is completely That's like a pinnacle moment of your oh, yeah. existence. Yeah, it, yeah. And I mean, when I was watching, when I saw that movie, I was just like, "Are they doing this? Holy crap!" And it happened. I was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. they ch- that's that's awesome." Yep. Um, I had I looked up a couple on the internet because I was like, "There's got to be more than this." Yeah. The Terminator. Would you Holy count that crap. as a time travel uh, movie? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought it up mm-hmm. because it's something that 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 we. Something that we have would have always found interesting, but we never actually noticed it until at least I didn't notice until recently. I'm sure you'll find it interesting yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when uh, when Reese is telling uh, Sarah Connor about the fu- the future, and he's like explaining what's going on, uh-huh. and as he's talking, they're showing like that that Terminator walking in and like blowing everybody away. He's got the trench right, coat the on. Right, the flashback. Yes. Yeah. Do you know who played that Terminator? No. Franco Columbu. Oh, really? Yeah. That's him. That's Franco. Now that I go back, if I go back and watch that, I'll just, I'm definitely going to notice it, You're totally going to notice I was going to yeah. guess Sven Oli Thorson. Okay, yeah. But, uh, it's going to be one of those two guys. Close. So. <laughs> uh, Groundhog's Day. Wow. Would you consider that time travel? He just relives the same day. It's not really traveling. No, I guess he's not going anywhere. It's yeah. a time-related movie. Right. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Definitely time travel movie. That was one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah. Like I mentioned on Boogie Nights, Heather Graham is in that. Sure. Uh, she was my gal uh-huh. for a while. Yep. Uh, I loved her in that movie. <laughs> 
And then, like, okay, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. What about some of these original Planet of the Ape movies? Yes. Um, uh, the third one, yeah, I the, know. The, is the, yeah, yes, uh, the third one, um, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Right. Um, and the, even the first one at the end, I, it doesn't that turn out to be he went to the future or something? Yeah, he went to Earth's future. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a time travel movie. Mm-hmm. And A Christmas Carol. Ah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. A, a, a time travel book and film. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No time cop though. No, it's certainly not. It's not on the level of time cop. Uh, it's it's not as complex. Dude, in time cop, John Claude Van Damme does jumps out of spilled water, and does the splits on a countertop as a guy's shooting a taser at him. The taser hits the water and comes back and fries the guy who shot it. It might be the most iconic John Claude Van Damme moment. Yeah, it's insane because he's in those he's in those underwear. Well, and, of course. And I mean, yeah, wow, <laughs> he does. Yeah, oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah. So, um, that's all I got here, really. I mean, there's okay. more. There's of course more. Ooh, yeah. The Time Traveler's Wife. Have you seen that movie? I. You want know, Johnny Depp? No, it's uh, Eric Bana, uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh no! It's, I didn't it's see a that. rom. Okay. It's not even a rom com. It's a romance movie. Okay. With time travel in it. Wow. It's actually quite good. Is for, it for um, you know, it's it's got a Nicholas Sparks feel to it. Oh, you know, perfect. but yeah. uh, <laughs> sprinkle a little time travel on there. And right. It's it's quite interesting take on the uh, genre. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I I have not seen. I oh, I had it confused with another Johnny the with the astronaut's wife. Oh yeah, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, you guys write in to uh, dudesonmovies at gmail.com and tell us all your favorite time travel movies. Yes, please. And after this break here, we're going to talk about the best time travel movie, yeah. Back to the Future. We'll be right back. on movies we are about to do our review of 1985's back to the future and for those who have no idea what movie this is dave give everyone a synopsis okay well uh there's this guy marty mcfly um and he has a father named george who is a bit of a doormat and he's been uh like pushed around his whole life by this guy biff and uh you know they travel back to when george was a kid and uh, you know, Darth Vader comes down from the planet Vulcan <laughs> and and helps him out, and it's all great. Uh, yeah, you know, this is one of those movies, as we all know, that uh, that that if if you're listening to this show, you have seen this movie. Yeah, you've yeah. probably seen it um, as many times as we have. You've had to have heard about it. This this movie permeates the the zeitgeist. It's it, just, it's it's everywhere yeah. you look. And the reason we reference it nonstop is because we've all seen it so many times and because it cannot be like hemmed in by any generational 
problems. Uh, like if you if you showed this to a kid today, yes, they would love it as much as we did in 1985. I just watched this for the show uh, with my six year old son for the first time. Excellent. And he was glued to the screen. I bet. He could not move. Mm-hmm. Well, he was asking me a lot of questions. but uh, Sure. I don't think he gets the concept of time a whole lot right now. Well, yeah. The, yeah. So it's kind of, it was kind of weird. I'm like, oh, he goes back when his parents are in high school. Then he's got to try to f- make him fall in love. <laughs> like, try to <laughs> simplify things for him. And, oh, my God. When... Uh, when he was disappearing on the stage uh-huh. at the Enchantment Under the Sea Dance, my yeah. son was, I had to hold him because of the tension created in his mind. Think about the first time you saw it. Yeah. He was he was going to disappear. Yeah. In a six-year-old's mind, you're going to disappear? Right. What? Right. Wow. Like, like yeah. transgenerational, this movie will last forever. And it's, I mean, and, and rightly so because... Uh, like the 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 themes of it are timeless, of course. Yes. Um, and be, because it, even though even though it takes place in 1985 and 1955, um, like the 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 1955 stuff will always be nostalgia. But the 1985 stuff is not like the only thing that makes it the 80s is the clothes. Pretty much. The rest of it is like totally universal, um, and it it's so big and so much part of our culture uh, that that you know. Like it's one of those movies that that like even Michael J. Fox can't really deny. I I I don't I don't think it's one of those movies where an, that an actor's so well known for that they hate it. Right. I don't think he hates this movie. No, I I believe he loves this movie. I would I, I would think he's a fan of this movie. Oh yeah, he's got to be. You know. I mean, I watched some of the deleted scenes and behind the f- yep. scenes stuff and yep. uh, for okay, everyone might not know this, but they originally casted Eric Stoltz. Yeah. to play Marty McFly, and they shot five weeks of footage with him, and it wasn't working. Right. So they wanted to get Michael J. Fox, he, their first choice, yep. who couldn't do it because he was uh, doing family ties on television. Right. So they finally got Michael J. Fox, and um, these scenes with Eric Stoltz, they don't work. I've seen a few of them, and they, they just don't work. It's hard to put your finger on why they don't work. Right. But you know, and, and well, but we're, let me ask you this: were, were, were you affected by your love of the theatrical cut? I uh, honestly don't think I was. Okay. I was watching the scene, thinking this, that's just not the right tone. Mm. Maybe, maybe I was slightly influenced from what Michael J. Fox did, and right. how great it was. Right. But the the producers, the directors, they they felt it. Yeah. At the time of filming, they yep. knew it wasn't right. Yep. And me watching it now, I was like, did that. That isn't right. Like, no. there's something off about it. So, Michael J. Fox is Marty McFly. Yeah, that's and right. I think he embraces it. I've read his autobi- both his autobiographies. Oh, yeah? Uh, okay. He loves it, and he cherishes <clears throat> it, and he loves being something this big, a huge part of pop culture. That's and, awesome. Uh, cool. You know, and it's it's one of those uh, one of those things where there's no there's nothing bad about it. No. Everything's great about Back to the Future. And it's one of those movies too, where when you talk about it with people, you you it, it, that's why it was so funny when you asked me to do the synopsis because I, <laughs> right. I, I, I just yeah. was was like okay let me, um, I was I was actually going to do a fully you know serious synopsis of it right. until I got to that, I was like wait a minute you know okay because <laughs> when people talk about this movie with each other they mostly just quote the movie yes um, and so much so that it's not even like quoting memorable quotes. You know the script backward and forward, oh, yeah. and you yeah. can perform it in its entirety right mm-hmm. now. 
so you're 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 saying things that came out of 3D's mouth. Oh know? yeah. Um and or you know you're you're just saying minor lines like the stuff that Dave says, you know. Mm-hmm. Um which is which is pretty brilliant. I I I love all that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, I could quote Dave I could quote all of Dave's dialogue and it would be funny, <laughs> you know. It's awesome. Yep, Dave Dave's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, time to change that time oil. Time to change That's that oil one. is so good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Talking about the, it's hard to talk about this movie in a way that's kind of unique because for the show I just yeah. don't want to be like gushing and yeah. just quoting things all yeah. the time. La. Um, I got some stuff, some goofs, goofs from from IMDb. All right, I just wanted to read those here. Uh, this is how terrible of a movie Back to the Future is, folks. Um, <laughs> the Pepsi thermometer just inside the door of the diner was first produced in 1956. How could they screw that up? That's a major gap. Jesus. Yeah. The keys on the basketball court where the dance takes place are the newer keys, which are 12 feet in width and were not used till around the 1970s. The old keys in the 1950s were much narrower. So there's another thing they fucked up. (laughs) And uh, when they're eating dinner at uh, Lorraine's parents' house, uh, the Honeymooners, Man from Space episode, didn't air till December 31st that year. So... Oh, thanks a lot. Back to the future. Holy shit. They were a month off. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, okay. Well, shit. All right. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> right. What a terrible movie. <laughs> um, and when I was looking these up, I'm thinking, who cares? Like, I know. And, and I, it, it dawned on me that only a movie of this caliber yep. could have these kind of things be pointed out. That's right. Even, even a good movie with a ton of fans wouldn't have this kind of shit pointed out. I mean, it's possible, but this, there were like 50 items like this on there. Right. The whole entire movie, <laughs> right. scene by scene, was deconstructed. Right. Like, it's, I'm, I'm kind of impressed by the, by the frame by frame analysis that would reveal the key of the basketball court. Right. Because I didn't, I, until you just said this, and I've seen this movie a million times, I didn't even realize that the Enchantment Under the Sea dance took place in the gym. Oh yeah, I didn't. I, I guess I just didn't realize it. I, I I thought it was just in the multi-purpose room because there's a stage there where where you know. Well, uh, my gym in high school had a, a stage like that. Oh, so it did. I, so okay. I I always thought, oh, it's the it's the, the gymnasium. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, I yeah, I just I wow. Dave's I, learning new stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I, guess what? I I I watched it. I caught new things this okay. last time yeah. I watched yeah. watched it. Yeah. You can't do that in a lot of movies, and especially ones that you've seen probably 40 or 50 times, right, you know? Right, What the movie does so great is it it does setups and payoffs mm-hmm. on the most minute details. Okay, yeah. And they get it right. Yeah. Like, every little thing is a, like either a joke <laughs> or uh, some detail that points out, like, how they're going to get to the future, how how this is going to play out, yep. and it it's put together perfectly mm-hmm. so that you can follow the story and you catch these things. Yeah. You don't miss them. <laughs> you catch them. And, and, and even there's the ones that you catch the first time uh-huh. that are integral to the plot. And then there's the ones you catch after three or four times. And there's ones you catch after 10 times. Yep. Like, you just keep finding things in this movie that are chronologically correct. That's right. Except for and... that Pepsi thermometer shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess that that that's what makes it like maybe that's part of it of its staying power is that it's is that like in some ways it is novelistic because 
um, like like you said, on your tenth viewing, you're still picking up new things. It's the same way when you read like if if you read a great book and you really loved it, um, like even though you know what's coming the second time you read it, it's still going to be a new experience yeah. for you for the most part. Yeah. Um, and and that's the way it is with this movie. Um. Because even if you've seen it a million times, um, you're going to pick up on things that you didn't appreciate before. Even if you knew it was coming, there's going to mm-hmm. be some, some, some tweak about it that's just going to go, oh, it's going to hit you in a different way. My uh, favorite example of this <coughs> is uh, before he goes back in time, mm-hmm. they're having dinner uh, with George and Lorraine, there, yeah. mom and dad. Yep. And she's telling the story about how he got hit by the car. And as we all learn later... Uh, He's a peeping Tom. He's in the tree yep. looking at Lorraine change yes. with binoculars. He falls in the middle of the road and gets hit by the car. Right. And when she says that, what were you doing, George? Bird watching? He goes, what, Lorraine? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like caught off guard? Like, yeah. what? No, yeah. I wasn't. And it took me maybe like 10 times to, to get that joke. <laughs> like, it's my favorite one in this movie. <laughs> and then the whole thing where Marty invents rock and roll yep. is great. Yeah. You know, uh, Marvin Berry. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. That Marvin Berry joke has been stolen by both Family Guy and The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, it's great. Because it's just, it's another one of those culture things that, that like, you can you, you can just pluck out and everybody knows what you're referencing. Yeah. Um, and, like, when he's doing um, Johnny B. Good up on stage, I, I well, wait, wait a minute. Um, did, okay, the Johnny B. Good thing happens after George asserts himself right. for the second after time. Right, after the time... Yeah continuum is put back in place okay yeah exactly yeah. right right <laughs> so everything like has pretty much settled at this point so we're just going to have this musical number to end things right um as far as settled in that like marty will now exist again right he but exists. he still has to get back to 1985 yes um you know and they have to generate 1.21 gigawatts of electricity exactly uh, to, to make this happen uh harness it i should say um, what the hell is a gigawatt <laughs> right that's right yeah um <laughs> Originally, I heard they were going to do some kind of atomic test in the desert, like a nuke would have to go off. It was this big thing. Oh, God. And um, they changed it because it would just be too expensive to well, do. Well, sure. And right. they were shooting on the back lot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at Universal. Universal's back lot. So um, you couldn't do that. Right. And it forced them to rewrite the, the ending. Okay. And the whole thing to this lightning bolt strike in the town. Which, really? without that, like, that's a vital part of this story and setting up the whole vibe of the movie. Like, yeah. this town's, it's part of the town's livelihood. Like, yeah, the clock tower the is history. the thing, like, right. It's a character almost, I know. you know? Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine this movie working no. without the clock tower. Right. I, I'm trying to picture, yeah. like, the, the whole thing of like, of, like, a nuke going off in the desert. Like, they'd be out there instead of, yeah. uh, you know, wow, yeah. I, I, they gotta be in They had in some the... storyboards on, on the Blu-ray I just oh, got. Oh, wow. And, uh... It shows the car driving under, you know, a big silo and Holy stuff. Shit, like, wow. it's, it, it's insane. Yeah, think, like, I this could have happened. Like that. Right, yeah. And, uh, man, <laughs> right. this movie's just great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I got some stuff I wrote down. I okay. want to try to squeeze this in. We yeah. can talk about it. Yeah. Let's see here. Um, here's something I like about George McFly. I guess I don't like it about him, mm-hmm. but it's something, this little acting moment that Crispin Glover does yes. that really solidifies who George McFly is. Okay. As we know, he's this he's this dork. Yeah. He's this dweeb uh-huh. uh, picked on by the bullies. Right. Um, and he doesn't want to be that, mm-hmm. you know? And he's actually a nice guy, a smart guy, you know? He's just a little off. Yep. Um, 
and he's been tormented by Biff since what he was five, probably. Probably so. You can yeah. tell for a mm-hmm. long time. It's been a long and time. And he's tired of it. Right. When we first meet George back in 1955, and Marty's there at the at Lou's diner. Yep. And Biff walks in and starts picking on George. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then they notice Marty's sitting there and says, "Oh, you know, <laughs> look at this dork." You uh-huh. know. Right. And uh, I don't know his name, but the guy with the uh. It's not 3D. It's okay. the other guy. He's <laughs> it's like, the guy who's not 3D, right? Check out this guy's life preserver. Yep. Dork thinks he's going to drown. Yep. And uh, right. they start laughing. Uh-huh. And George starts like laughing at Marty. Like trying to fit in yeah. with yeah. Biff and yeah. his crew. Uh-huh. Right. Like, because if, if, if I'm like them, you know, <laughs> they won't pick on me and they'll start picking on him. And then I'll be cool like with, like them, you know? <laughs> It's, it's this little. Are, are you talking about the his his like? When, it's when this the, little the, laugh kind of thing. It's, he's not making any noise. He's no. just going. Yeah, like this, and and you can't see it in what we're doing here. But like, I, he's got his mouth is open and he's pretending he's laughing. Yeah, kind of nodding in right. agreement. Exactly. Yeah, with, with the bullies. You're right. Like, it's a brilliant tip. It's amazing. Right. Yeah. Like, I noticed that a long time ago, and uh-huh. it's always been one of my favorite parts of this. And I don't know if that's just Robert Zemeckis' direction or if that's something Crispin Glover did on his own. On will there but that feels like crispin glove it's it's yeah it's it's great and yep. it totally that moment <laughs> tells you who george mcfly is right. that scene <laughs> yeah i mean if you don't already got it right, you know, right. he's a loser and uh-huh. all that stuff but man totally sums him up yeah absolutely <laughs> and i think it is isn't the isn't the guy who's not 3d billy zane is that him with yeah. the blonde hair oh no i'm I talking about not... the blonde hair okay, guy the blonde hair guy he yeah. was in karate kid 3 oh he was was he he's in something really or step by step. I don't oh, know. Really? Oh my god. <laughs> he looks like one of these generic guys from the late eighties and okay, early nineties. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can't remember him. Wow. I never knew that guy's name. But no, Billy Zane's the other guy, I think. Okay. Because yeah. three D is Casey Zemesco. Yeah. Three D, uh. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Everybody calls that guy three D. Like yeah, nobody cannot call him three D. <laughs> He's got three D glasses on. <laughs> and I love I you know, I, I, I really love Biff Tannen as a character. Um, Fantastic. He's so good. And he's so effective as a really menacing villain. And I, I remember being really scared when I was a kid and watching him, like like when he's in the cafeteria with Marty, and he's he's about to give him one, you know, give him, <laughs> give <Right>. him one. <laughs> when he's about to hit him. Yep. And uh, the principal walks in. Yeah. And uh, like Biff... Like immediately changes his 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 humor to like he's smiling and he's yeah. got his arm around Marty, uh, but he's like he's got him he's, he's got, got him like gripped exactly he's got yeah. him gripped, and his hands are so huge and he is so much bigger than Marty, um, <laughs> it looked it just when I was a kid that was so terrifying to me because yep. I was like, I, I Marty you're going down I mean <laughs> you know, I, I know that you're the coolest guy in the world but but you're you're gonna get your ass handed to you by this guy right, and right. Uh, you know. It, it, it's so cool that he stands up to him, but still, I mean, I I, just, I love Biff. I, I oh yeah, I, as and an adult, um, I love Biff just to watch him. A great you know? character, yeah. and they He's expand so cool. on it in the sequels yep. so much. I know, it's great. I know, to learn all about Biff's history and yeah, future. right. <laughs> um, and uh, Tom Wilson, who plays him, is just amazing. I, I heard he's the nicest guy. He is nothing like Biff. That's at all. that's so like, awesome. I believe that, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. And he's he's so sweet, apparently. And like when they see him transform into Biff, they're like. How does he do that? How does he do it? Well, he's a big dude, you know. Oh yeah, exactly. He can pull this intimidation yep. off, but like he would never do that in real life. Never. 
I saw a thing recently of like you know because it's been thirty years now, right? Um, because the the movie takes place over thirty years, right? They did a thing where they showed like the four principal um, cast members, uh-huh. um, like thirty years later. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So Marty McFly, they, they they put they put each other they, all the pictures next to each other, and they all look pretty much like they did in Back to the Future. Oh yeah. Like because and they even though they they put them like as their older you know, versions. Yeah. So like you have Tom Wilson as old Biff in that jogging suit mm-hmm. versus Tom Wilson today. And he just looked <laughs> today. He just looks like Biff in 1985. Right. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, and Crispin Glover, of course, is totally ageless. Oh my God. Um, yeah, he looks exactly the same as George McFly, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's excellent stuff. All right. Here's some things. Back to the future is amazing mm-hmm. and it's practically perfect, but I caught something the other time. Oh. And I, I was like, that makes no sense. Do tell. Let's go. Yeah. There's actually right. two things. Okay. One of them is after the dance, when Marty's going to leave, and George and Lorraine are together. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I hope you don't mind, but George asked if he could take me home, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I had a feeling about you, too. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> they're saying goodbye to him, and they're like, will we ever see you again? Why would they ask that? He goes to their high school. <laughs> well, because why I mean, does does he kind of like make it seem like he's 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 going out of town or something? I don't I, know. Like he's just he doesn't know. Like, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I caught that. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Will we ever see you again? Will we You're ever right. see you again? You're right. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's a bit of a hole. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's sure. fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. But yeah. I caught it. And I was like, yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. And then the I caught then after I'd realized that. I guess my mind switched to a mode or something uh-huh, where I was sure. finding things. Yeah. And right at the end when um he goes back to 1985 <clears throat> and wakes up to this nice house and, you know, his brother and sister are out there, you know, eating fruit and yogurt and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, all well-adjusted. Yeah, all right? well-adjusted. Yeah. Dave's in his suit. Exactly. He always wears a suit always to the Always wears office. a suit to the office, Marty. On a Saturday? Yeah. <laughs> it's Saturday. It's Saturday. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> What the hell is? Well, yeah, what the hell is this? It's Saturday. You're going to the office on Saturday. Maybe he's just that. You know, he's that headstrong. And yeah, you know, yeah. I'm gonna get the job he's done today. That's right. I'm gonna sell some stocks. He's not know? gonna miss his bus. Right. Yeah. He's not missing his bus. That's for sure. But I. Yeah. That. That. For some reason, I, I don't know why I got that because. Okay. I guess earlier in the movie, when they're filming the the test with the DeLorean at yeah. the mall, yeah, uh, and uh, Doc Brown says it's a one fifteen a.m. Saturday, whatever. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, it's Saturday, yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, because it's Friday after school. It's Saturday morning. Right. He comes back at the same time, wakes up on Saturday. Why is he in his suit on Saturday? I uh, mean, okay, well, I mean, um, <laughs> we no, don't have to right. get into this. Okay, it's, no, yeah, it, it, if if you're working on the weekend, pointed out. if you're working on the weekend, you're not going to wear a suit. You're right. You're right. I don't know. Uh, Maybe but, he I mean, is I'm, working you know, on the weekend, but still. but it's okay for for this, you know, for her to have the the, the nice clothes on to go work at the boutique. Yeah. Um, I get that, uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, mm-hmm. th- that's I maybe yeah, you're right. That's that's not much of a technicality, but but it's I know there. it's yeah. just this thing that I caught, right. and it doesn't even matter. It's not quite it's, as glaring as as yeah. the, you know. Will, will we ever see you again? But still, um, right. and one more thing I noticed on this Blu-ray. Yeah, I I grew up and I had the VHS, you yep. know, and all that, and I I remember at the end of Back to the Future One, it had the to be continued at the end. Yeah, the Blu-ray didn't have that. Really? I'm wondering if it's one of those things where, like, Star Wars came out and they added Episode 4 to it once it released again uh, Well, to, to, to try to keep everything consistent. 
but but uh, it wasn't there on this cut. I guess I can't say whether or not because I mean I guess I didn't see it in the theater. Yeah, I didn't um, either. So uh, I was one. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. You were one. <laughs> um, I was a bit older, but but I, I still wasn't. You know. Right. I, yeah. God. Uh. Geez. Yeah. I, I guess I I had I didn't know that was an maybe maybe it was an add in like a Lucas. I think thing. I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe Lucas got his hands on Back to the Future. I mean, Spielberg's in there. I mean, yeah, right. he has some influence on oh, Spielberg. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We all saw Indiana Jones 4, <laughs> didn't we? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we sure as hell did. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess that's a good place to wrap things up. Yeah. If you haven't seen Back to the Future, uh, you, you, I don't know what's wrong with you. you I, I, have, I mean... Obviously, we both recommend this movie. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I said something similar about Boogie Nights in our first episode. It was something about, like, you know, what have you been doing with your life? But, I mean, right. this is for real. No, this is for real. Like, if you yeah. haven't seen this movie, like, I'm shocked. I know. I will be totally shocked. And there are people out there who, like, you meet those people who have never seen uh, Back to the Future. They, they, they've they never seen uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They've, they've, they like, well, maybe not Ninja Turtles, but, like, something, something Star Wars. seminal. Like, exactly. They've never seen Star Wars? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> My God. You know, come on. I mean, if you're if you're under the age of sixty, you should have seen Back to the Future once in your life by now. Yeah. Um. You know. Otherwise, I I don't think I want to know you. You know. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to spend time with you. Certainly. So you know, get out and it's, do do your homework and then come back to me. Stop listening to our show. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just get the get the hell out of here. Get out of here. We don't want your kind here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, um, I guess that about wraps things up. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Please subscribe to our show uh, in iTunes. We're on SoundCloud also, and tune in, tune in radio. That's tune in what radio. it's called. Okay, yeah, good. <laughs> and please check out our movie, Dudes on Movies. Our movie. Wow, I'm in the movie mode, man. <laughs> please check out our website, dudesonmovies.com. <laughs> Dave. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, what we have to, um, <laughs> what we also want you guys to get involved in the discussion. Uh, so please email us, dudesonmovies at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Dudes on Movies. We want to talk to people. We want to have, uh, a, you know, a lot of discussions with listeners, and, and we'd like to read your emails and, you know, talk about movies with you. So uh, check us out. Yeah, we won't make fun of you. No. We'll try no, not to. Exactly. No, <laughs> it's, not, it's not our thing. Right. No, so, we're not uh, Biff. Next time on Dudes on Movies, it's this Halloween season, so a scary movie. Yep. We will be watching, what is it, 2014's The Babadook. Yes. And it's going to be good. Yeah. scary time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so on behalf of Dave and myself, we are your dudes. We'll see you next time. Yeah.